Hey, we're going to be listening to this Midas Touch. Midas Touch is live right now. I got to take the settings off the Bluetooth. Welcome back. Thanks for 62k plus downloads. And yeah, Midas Touch is was seized by the CBP. That is a direct this is their new ad. President Biden protecting our border, keeping our country safe. Midas Touch is responsible for the content of this advertising. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, banned, muted again. Um, I, I, I gotta say. Uh, when I played it back, like with the full edit for the first time, I started hysterically laughing. I mean, it's I, 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 and and I also know deep down in the back of my head, I'm not even gonna lie, I know how upset this ad is going to make her, <laughs> which makes me which makes me even happier. And uh, let, let let us know what you think of the spot. Uh, I love it. Let us know if you think we should play it on any of the networks or anything. We're open to your suggestions, where, when. Uh, we want all the feedback in the world, but. You know, I mean, to have a, a plus, big bro. I also a want plus. something every time that they go and they say the same argument, you could just drop that in the reply now. You know, you could just drop that video in a reply. Yep. We could just troll them, you know, every single time with this spot. So it'll last and, and it'll be something that you could consistently go back to. I think that's an important point you make there too, Brett, about the interactive nature of the Midas Mighty and the community here. Is whatever asked, what's the most powerful ingredient of the Midas Touch Network? We just asked that question earlier today um, by someone in a meeting, and we said it's the Midas Mighty. It's the fact that when these are the Midas Mighty, everybody watching it shares it. They send it to friends and coworkers, and they post it where, wherever they can post it. And that's how collectively together we can actually combat the disinformation. Honestly, that has more of an influence probably than running it somewhere. Uh, like you sending it to your friends, you sending it to your family, you posting it on, I don't know, Reddit or wherever, you know, Facebook, whatever. Like that is all super helpful in spreading the message. And it ultimately ends up uh, oftentimes reaching far more people. And so this video right now, as, as of the time we're, we're doing this, I know it was earlier, it was like a top five trend in the country, um, you know, over a half million views. I think by morning, I think we'll, we'll probably get up to like a, a million hits uh, on that video. Maybe Marjorie Taylor Greene was just like, maybe she doesn't know the word seize. Maybe she thought it's like, I seize a lot of fentanyl. Like I seize oh, it. Oh, uh, interesting. Uh, I, like, I like when you make the videos more... Than when you than come the jokes? up with yeah, than the jokes. You're you're way better at making videos than you are jokes. But let me just <laughs> say, like, I really seize a lot of fentanyl. I, I, truly, I I actually think they seize now, a lot. Okay, I think you've I think you've now actually taken that talking point away from them. I I don't see them going back to that at least on a mic or or on a camera anytime soon. Oh, I, I I think what you just did is the ultimate mic drop for that Jay. dumb. Uh, Jay, you know, no, you know, you know, you know you. better. You I'm know better you. of these, these MAGA Republicans. How, how about these ultra MAGA Republicans? You know, that video is so funny because it just really goes to show a proactive approach that the Biden administration is 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 taking it in in trying to keep our border and keeping our borders safe. It's like the Trump approach with test. Don't test if you don't test for COVID. COVID. Nobody's gonna have COVID. It's like they they like the inaction. They love the inaction, so they don't actually have to solve the problems because these Republicans. 
Republicans, these ultra MAGA Republicans, they don't want to solve the problems. Let's go back to what we were talking about earlier. They want to pocket money any way they can. Don't don't test. That's going to take our money away. Put the money in our pockets. Yeah, so look, if you don't if you don't test, see it. Brett. Yeah. I was going to say, for that video, for those who want to see it, I do see people asking uh, if you want to be able to replay it and share it. It's on our YouTube as a YouTube short. It's pinned to the top of our Twitter feed. You can see it there. Um, it's on our Instagram. It's on our Facebook. It's, it's everywhere we are. So just go to our page. You'll you'll see it. It's 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 pretty prominently featured. Before we move on, and I don't know if you have a point, I think we just have to see Marjorie Taylor Greene attempting to read numbers. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's just the icing on the cake of the Marjorie Taylor Greene stuff. It's, it's enjoyable to me, and it's the perfect bow on this uh, this gift that Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, delivered. So here's Marjorie Taylor Greene attempting to read numbers uh, over a million, and she mm, doesn't go well. What it did to our children's math and reading levels is horrific. Uh, school closures brought them to the lowest levels in years. English Eighth graders, math proficiency dropped by seven points. Reading levels dropped by two points. Me. There are 1,524,481, this is over 1 million, 1.5 million. I like that she just gave up. Like, you know the old John over a million. Uh, you, you know in the old John Stewart Daily Show days, that would be the moment of zen right there. Just go out. Yeah, on that because one. it's 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 the perfect joke. It's the perfect joke because she sets it up speaking about yes, reading yes, comprehension yes, yes. and math skills, and then she proceeds to just fall flat on her face doing exactly that. Like she, she does run. this. She does this every hearing, though. That's not an isolated incident. We did go back to the last time we did a review of the hearings where she confused. She's like, and you gave that one school $8 billion for gender studies. Like $8 billion to one school got COVID funds, you know, in, in Illinois. Because there's somewhere in like an Illinois charter, like we respect diversity and whatever. So she was like, that is how you gave this elementary school $8 billion eight trillion but look these things matter especially where we're talking about the need to raise the debt ceiling and the terrorists who want to hold i'm sorry the ultra magas who want to hold us hostage are the people who you are seeing right here these are the people that can't count who actually caused the United States to incur 25% of its current debt during the Trump administration, who are refusing to uh, increase the debt ceiling as they did every time in the Trump administration when they raised our deficit up to by like $7 trillion. Like, yes, that's the actual number, $7 trillion. Meanwhile, Biden has decreased our na national deficit by like $2 trillion. Those are the facts. And as we'll show you clips later, Biden's talking about fiscal responsibility. Democrats are talking about fiscal responsibility and that we're fiscally responsible. It is not fiscally responsible to cause the United States to default on its debt. And Jordy, when you were giving too much credit to these ultra MAGA Republicans and you said, this ends it. Look, Jordy, you would think it would end it when they invited How is that me giving them credit? I was giving Brett credit for a knockout blow. Yeah, now there's nothing though that could end. Jordy, they're still talking about Hillary's emails they're still, talking about, they're still talking about bill clinton's impeachment i mean let's yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's still, they're talking about 
George W. Bush's documents. That's, but that's don't it. lawyer me. Don't lawyer me and say, well, so, he gave so, you so I want to talk about CPAC. I want to talk about CPAC. So last year, they uh, featured Viktor Orban, the far-right, essentially fascist leader of Hungary, prime minister. That was their big speaker last year. So, Jordy, this year, who do you think they brought in? Fresh off the insurrection in Brazil, they brought in Jair Bolsonaro as the speaker. And they wear these red hats. I mean, it just it has such a fascistic vibe because that is the vibe right there. Um, and let's just go through some of these clips. So the CPAC is run by Matt Schlapp, who is who has been sued by a Republican male staffer who worked for the Herschel Walker campaign, who's accused Schlapp of sexually assaulting him and grabbing the staffer's genitals. And Schlapp is the one who is hosting uh, this event, who's accused of groping the male staffer's genitals. And by the way, there's like contemporaneous text messages where Schlapp's saying things like, please call me, please call me immediately, like all of these things around that time and the victim took a contemporaneous recording of the situation <laughs> and said exactly what uh, uh, took place there. Let's start off with the video of Schlapp telling Jim Jordan that you're the most powerful man in Washington, D.C. Play the clip. There's a lot of chatter in the media about who's here and not here. I'm really proud to be standing alongside someone I think might just be the most powerful man in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. Because who's not there is Ron DeSantis, who's not there is former Vice President Pence. And the reason that they're not there, though, specifically, and, and Mitch McConnell isn't there, and Kevin McCarthy isn't there, and Ronan McCann, let's be clear, they are not taking some stance that they're against Schlapp, okay? They're using that as an excuse because they always want to come up with excuses. They are all worried. Everybody in that picture, you can pull up the picture. And by the way, some of them aren't. Some of them are just saying like, oh, I have a conflict. I got this other thing. It's like a week-long event. I got this other uh, speech I got to do. That whole week? Yes, that whole week. I can't, I can't do it. Because CPAC now is cult pack, and Donald Trump knows it. Donald Trump's basically, he writes a bunch of posts on a social media platform mocking the individuals who don't show up, who aren't showing up. And they're not showing up because they are going to get booed. They know they're going to get booed. They aided and enabled the cult. The cult is now the party, and these individuals are afraid that they're going to be caught on camera getting booed and yelled at, just like when DeSantis was at a book signing the other day in Florida. The Trump cultists showed up to protest the book signing, and DeSantis then sent first the, uh, the, 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 shopping, the shop officer, and then the actual cops to basically kick them out, anybody who wears a Trump shirt. So it was just so interesting. So the people who are at Ben, let me, sorry, Ben, let me, I, just, I really just want to emphasize, you're so right, and it is driving me crazy watching the quote-unquote legacy media cover this, because they're letting DeSantis, they're, they're letting all of these people off the hook as if they're taking some high moral ground on this, that it's a schlap thing. That they were offended that he was that that Schlapp was doing something inappropriate. That's not it at all. Nobody's looking at this. No, I was going to say something bad, so I, I really held my tongue on that one. So, so, so. 
nobody's actually looking at that under that critical lens, Ben. I, I think that's a really important diagnosis that you have there. It has nothing to do with the Schlapp situation. Nothing to do with it at all. It has everything to do with the fact that all of those people would get booed incessantly by this cult, by the cult that they created and enabled because all of those cult members have now turned on them and they don't want that footage out there. They don't want that known to the larger public, but it is fact. Schlapp. And here's what I'm going to say, though. It is indicative, and it's a great, uh, great rant, Jay. But it's indicative of why none of those people in that photo who are considering running for president or why nobody else in the Republican field, personally, I don't think they even have a shot of coming close to beating Trump for the primary nomination. I mean, I, I, I mean, even like DeSantis, the more I see DeSantis out there try to like battle with this Trump thing, even though he hasn't announced this guy's going to take on Donald Trump, like Trump is going to absolutely destroy this guy, which you have to realize about the party. It's, it's exactly what Ben said. We're looking at a cult right now. We're looking at a cult. You think they're going to go against their cult leader? They're not going to go against their cult leader. Are you kidding me? And this CPAC event, really at this point, it's a MAGA rally. It's a MAGA convention. Yep. Yep. And they are celebrating it by bringing in the craziest of the MAGA politicians in Congress. They are bringing in the craziest MAGA figures. They are bringing in literally Bolsonaro. <laughs> I mean, just to show you, they brought another Bolsonaro. They brought in Bolsonaro. They brought in Bolsonaro. They're like, and our next guest is Bolsonaro. It's an SNL skit. What they're doing... Their conduct, though, uh, to cult members makes sense. Jordy, you used the word critical lens. Because to non-cult members, when you look at a cult and they're like, we are going to fly to heaven on that comment, on that comment, you're, you don't need a critical lens from the outside, right? You hear the cult say things like that and you go... What are you even talking about? Yet to the cult, they see the comment and they're like, oh, we need to engage in these in these acts. And so what you see at cult pack is the cult performance. Like if you if you remove for a second that like this a is ritual. a political party, right? And just assume that this is going on in Jonestown, right? And you said this is a group of people, they're meeting. And here are the things that they are talking about. So let's let's do this hypothetical with me for a second, right? Remove the idea that this is even a political party, because there really isn't. It's a cult. And, and put yourself that you're watching this play out in, in an island where the cult lives. And it's a cult retreat. And now watch what Scott Perry, one of the cult elders, has to say. Play this clip where he says, I don't even know what he's talking about, but, but just play this clip. That you can't buy a gas stove, but that you must buy an electric vehicle. That you can't go to work, but you must put some experimental potion in your arm and then keep showing up to do that to visit your church of worship. Our personal sovereignty is what this nation was built on, and it's the foundation. It is under assault by every single facet of the government, and as Ralph has said, we are going to create a firestorm. Look, if it's up to me, there's going to be a firestorm. These leftists, these uh, Marxists that, that, that have prevailed upon the American people and used the awesome power of the federal government to cow us into, into fear in our homes, 
they've got to be put on notice. They've got to be quaking in fear. They've got to be worried. They've got to be losing weight because they're not eating, because they're worried that they're going to end up going to jail for using the awesome power of the federal government. And if they're not interested in showing up in Mr. Jordan's hearing, you know what? I'm in charge now on the Transportation Committee of Federal Leases. Huh. Huh. Isn't that something? I wonder whose leases might be coming. Well, we're taking a look at the list. It's going to be awesome when they go from a big building to about, oh, I know that space on the square there, uh, Todd. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? it? I love it. Like, we got to fight on every corner, ladies and gentlemen. As scholars have described the theology of Heaven's Gate, that's what I was referring to, as a mixture of a Christian millennialism, New Age, UFOlogy, UFO religion. Like, if you think about the kind of stuff that these people are saying here on CPAC, and again, play out this hypothetical with me that what you're watching is in an island or in some compound and that these are the types of things that the cult elders are saying and so let me show you what the cult elder John Ken- I hate calling him John Kennedy, but that's his, uh, purportedly his name. That's, that's Kennedy from Louisiana, the ultra-MAGA Republican from Louisiana. Kitty this Kennedy. is what he uh, says to the congregation, if you will. Play this clip. Americans do not deserve to be governed by deeply weird, <laughs> nauseously woke people who hate George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, Dr. Zeus, and Mr. Potato Head. Okay, when we do, when I do that shtick that I do, right, where I go, the wait, woke... What ta- wait, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, the woke! We need to stop the woke! Pronouns! Do you upload that clip every day? Do you upload that clip every episode? Yeah, I I leave it in. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head, you know, this and that, like, you know, if you start understanding it right through the prism of of cult behavior, counteracting it through the prism of cult deprogramming and the bubbles that they live in, the only way it actually perfectly fits the prism when then they're like these leftists, you know, it's the same way a heaven's gate or a cult looks at the outsiders. You know, when you, when the cults think of the outsiders, it's all these outsiders who could be just normal. It's like Scientology. That's a suppressive person. You can't talk to that person. That person is evil. I mean, it's the same concept. And then when it's like, oh, this is some leftist uh, radical stuff. I'm like, what? Jobs? Increasing your wage? Like, increasing your wage? Making sure that you get health care? By the way, it's a setup for another ad also. Like, I'm I'm just saying. I I, I usually don't say ideas that I have in my head in case I don't do them or whatever. But you can just envision this for yourself. When he goes, America doesn't want these deeply weird people and then you just flash cut to all the deeply weird things that republicans do because it's all projection we did an ad also called weird gop which i could literally just replace i think it was james cargill speaking about how weird the gop was but i could literally just replace him with that clip of kennedy and re-release the ad and it would work just as well that's the thing too like when you're in when you're in it the normal people seem weird to you 
and it's just the the biggest projection ever i mean we show you all these clips are these normal people are these american values are is threatening to lock up leftists and that they're gonna be quaking in their boots because they're so hungry because they're gonna go to prison is that a normal way to speak like is any of this normal it's it's just not normal so you have Crazy. to expose the weirdness of it for everyone to see i mean just take that analogy perfect. even further there ben and uh the heaven's gate folks didn't they all wear like the same white reeboks or white nikes or whatnot well everyone at the cpac convention man they, they got their maga hat going on just like we said before it, it, it's total trump territory but these people just overplay their hands they, they're they're lunatics like there's no other way to say it and you shouldn't be ashamed to to say that you could watch this and watch what's going on and say hey that that's not healthy behavior and we need to call that out and because they masquerade though with the labels that they're yeah. a political party mm -hmm. they use the words conservative they use those terms right the media only sees things in a very kind of confined box, right? They, they, and they, the media, through its own laziness, large media networks want to keep labels because it's easy and organized to keep the labels. And if there's a complete restructuring of the labels, then how do you even have daily programming? And what do you do? So it's just easy to say those are conservatives. This is a conservative convention. These are Republicans. When actually the more complicated explanation, but actually becomes much simpler, is to say there's nothing conservative about anything that you just watched at this convention. And that what you just watched is a combination of some of the most bizarre stuff and some of the most dangerous stuff. I'll, I'll leave you with this with one more. I mean, this is J.D. Vance, who pointed an AR-15 up at the sky when the Chinese spy balloon was over a journey you mentioned testing right the trump policy to the chinese spy balloon i was just thinking about this is the same kind of if we don't test we don't know that there's even covid if we don't even have the infrastructure to test right. the spy balloons exactly. we don't even know that the spy balloons are coming over the united states of america so that's why they don't know because they were just so incompetent but this is what jd vance says as well and he's complaining about the hospital taking precautions when his wife had COVID, here play this. My wife gets COVID, and she actually, I got, for me, it was like a mild cold. For her, she got actually pretty sick, which maybe has something to do with the fact she was 39 weeks pregnant. Um, nine days afterwards, she starts going into labor, and we called the hospital, and they said, try to wait another few hours, because if you come in now, you're going to have to wear the full mask body gear set up, complete quarantine, your husband can't be in the room with you, but if you wait a few hours, then you've reached the quarantine period. This was in December of 2021. So we ruined, I mean, all of us have a crazy COVID story. I think mine is better better than most. In other words, there were a lot of people, of course, who were prevented seeing loved ones in their final moments, and that is heartbreaking. But the failure to be honest about this virus with the American people ruined a lot of lives. What ruined a lot of pandemic it killed a lot of people what ruined a lot of lives was the disinformation and i am very confident very confident that if obama was still the president if hillary clinton was the president the moment the moment there was any sign of what was going on in china 
the moment something happened, there would have been an international effort, the way we do everything here, and you know, we used to do everything, to try to address it. When America, it's not a coincidence that when America said we don't care about the world under Donald Trump, America didn't say it, Donald Trump forced the country in his predatory ways uh, to say it. And when America ceded its leadership because of Donald Trump, that's when a global pandemic, it is not a coincidence that those two things happen. Let's look at what a, le a real leader does. President Biden just right after this one more quick message. Let's play it. And now let's take a quick break to talk about our next partner, Green Chef. Green Chef has expanded their menu. Now choose from 30 recipes weekly with the option to mix and match meals from different dietary preferences in the same box without changing your plan. This means you can order vegan one day and then keto the next. Green Chef is the still there. meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Yes, Bring you more are. flavor to your table this spring okay, with kids. Green Chef's wholesome oh, elevated recipes live, so featuring I can't seasonal fucking skip. organic produce and unique farm fresh ingredients. Eat well without having Rocking to sacrifice taste. Also, Green Chef is the only meal kit that is both carbon and... <laughs> green Chef offsets 100% of their carbon footprint as Athletic well as 100% greens. of the plastic in every box. Ooh, My yourself. wife and I absolutely yeah. love Green Chef because of how easy it is what? to cook the meals and how Upper. delicious each meal is. Shut up. Our favorite recipe is the Parmesan crusted chicken. Wow, it is yourself. incredible. Yeah. Go to greenchef.com slash Midas60 and use code wow. Midas60 to get 60% off wow. plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash Midas60 wow. and use code Midas60 wow. to get 60% plus free shipping. Wow. And now, back to the video. Wow. So after showing you all of those clips of what took place at CPAC, what the Ultra MAGA people said on the floor of the House of Representatives, let's talk wow. about just what normalcy looks like. We need to compare. We need to contrast. So this wow. is President Biden giving a speech at the Democratic House caucus meeting. Here's the first clip I want to show you where Biden says, here's the deal. I called on the prescription drug companies to bring down the price of insulin. And here's what happened. Play this clip of Biden from his recent speech. I called on the prescription drug companies to bring down the price of insulin to $35 to everyone, not just seniors. And today, Eli Lilly, the largest manufacturer of insulin in the United States of America agreed to do just that. 35 bucks. Well, guess what that means? Every other company making insulin is going to have to lower their prices to 35 because they can't compete. Here's President Biden saying, I, I tell the House Democrats, I love your Republican colleague, colleagues you have to work with. They're, they're really amazing in their calculations. Here, play this clip. The mega Republicans. They're amazing. They're really amazing, their calculations. They say Biden and the Democrats, because they brought down the price of drugs, they're increasing inflation. <laughs> well, it has the advantage, not only of people being able to live longer and better and be able to afford their, their prescription drugs, but guess what? It reduces the deficit $158 billion. 
And here's President Biden calling out Marjorie Taylor Greene for the disinformation that she spread. And he's it's it's so good. He goes, the more Marjorie Taylor Greene speaks, the more people are going to come running to us. Here, play this clip. <laughs> a little bit of more Marjorie Taylor Greene and a few more. They're going to have a lot of Republicans running our way. <laughs> Isn't she amazing? <laughs> I was the reason she was she was very specific. I shouldn't digress probably, but she was, I very, she she was very specific recently saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. Yeah, I mean, very powerful. And then finally, here's what uh, he has to say about Rick Scott. We all can decide. It was it was amazing. And then there's Senator Rick Scott, the guy who's been saying for a year he wants to cut Social Security, Medicare, now says, never mind. What are you saying? And he says he actually agreed with us all along. He really didn't mean what he was saying. Well, like I said, I believe in conversion. Maybe they found religion. I sure hope so. But I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it, too. Contrast there. And this is going back to. I'm getting some pointers from Obama. Republican, conservative, and that that's a cult. The fact that they can view what President Biden just said as being radical or leftist or problematic. I mean, when you're talking about things like getting more jobs for Americans and improving our infrastructure and improving working conditions and uh, making sure that uh, America can have the best semiconductor jobs here and high paying jobs and capping the price of insulin and doing so in a way that then encourages private businesses outside of Medicare to do the same thing, which is such a huge benefit uh, across the board to Americans. When you talk about education. I mean, these are the issues that Democrats are are talking about. And these are the issues that on a day-to-day basis, I, I don't know about you, but when I wake up in the morning, I'm not thinking about Mr. Potato Head as an adult. <laughs> I don't know about you. When I wake up in the morning, I'm not thinking about pronouns uh, and, and that that making me sad or, or, or upset. I, I don't know about you. When I wake up in the morning, I'm not thinking about uh, Dr. Seuss. Uh, I don't know about you. When, when I wake up in the morning, I'm not thinking about the green M&M versus the, the purple M&M. I, I don't know about you. Th- those are not things that when I wake up in the morning, I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about, oh, that Disney movie is so wet. <laughs> <laughs> so 
freaks me woke. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> honey, honey, have you seen this woke? This woke Disney movie? <laughs> that, that, that's, that's not what I'm thinking about. What, what, what I'm it's thinking baby. about, Great I'm thinking about is, 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 is jobs for the American people. What I'm thinking about is when I drive and I'm going over the bridge, has our country invested in the right infrastructure where that bridge isn't going to collapse? What when I Word World comes from the black community. Thinking about are the working conditions of, of, of my neighbors, of family members, of, of, of community members. It's racist baiting because I'm thinking about treating people with dignity. I'm thinking about a woman's right to control her body. I'm, I'm thinking about education for people. I'm, I'm thinking about are we going to empower democracies abroad or are we going to let fascists try to take over the globe? Th those are the issues that, that I think about <laughs> because ultimately those are the issues that actually are worthy of thinking about. And <laughs> Democrats are confronting those issues. So do I agree with Democrats? on all of the issues no i don't but do i respect that they are acting like adults and that they are confronting those issues and they are not trying to feed me a persistent diet of bullshit <laughs> to focus on yeah. mr freaking potato head that is what i care about and i hope that's what you all care about and that's why you watch this <laughs> network I, I mean i don't know how either me or jordy are supposed to top that one then that was one of the <laughs> yeah. but i will just let yeah, you know that i'm absolutely 100 percent clipping that portion out of your little woke rant and i will be playing it on a future show <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited for that one i can't just say to the biden clip to specifically before we move on completely that's great right there that's biden at a <laughs> When he's able to go full dark brand, I mean, those clips really resonate with the American people. This is just what a natural person he is. Like, he's like, all right, don't act crazy, Marjorie Kelly Green, Matt Gates, Beth. I'll let you. Whoa. I'll let you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take, take, take the mic. Take it. Take, please. Please. But I'm going to go, and I'm going to tell people exactly what you're doing. And he doesn't have to make anything up. Because it's beyond parity at this point, because what these ultra-maga Republicans are doing is dangerous and just completely idiotic at every step of the turn. Yeah, the truth is, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, people like Lauren Boebert, people like Scott Perry, uh, they're the greatest advertisements for the Democratic Party on, on the planet, you know? So so that's why, you know, I, you, you, you know it's funny, because it goes full circle to what we were saying in the beginning, which is, I want everyone to see these people. We need to be talking about it. We need to be exposing it. And President Biden basically made the same exact point there, that the more people see her, the more they come to us. And it's true. It's true, it's true, it's true. And when you see Biden ad lip like that, kind of be a little more off the cuff, unrestrained, I agree, it's, it's, it's the best. 
And he also, just like Jamie Rask in a notebook, he has a way of really cutting. Definitely getting skills. pointers from Obama. Yeah, yeah. Such a skill. Ben kind of has skill. Like, you could, you could cut deep, you could break some skin, and do it while smiling at the person. And it's seeming like you're giving them a compliment. It's, it's really powerful. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. You mentioned for him. Scott Perry. Good for him. It's a good way to I'm crush. Sure that's a compliment. You mentioned Scott Perry. It's a compliment. <laughs> I, see, I just pull, I just, I'll just pull that on Ben. He did, did it with a smile, so you all know I did. <laughs> you mentioned Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> you like mentioned that. Scott that Perry. You mentioned Rick Scott. But frankly, you want to show me the roster? <laughs> you want to show me all the all these MAGA Republicans, Lauren Boebert, Homer? I mean, the show could be three hours of just, <laughs> of just me going through each person's, ins you know, insanity. You know, who, who Chip Roy? Who, who are we talking about other than Mitt Romney? Other than Mitt Romney that has uh, integrity and decency right now. I'm sure there's perhaps some that just aren't out there speaking publicly because they're too afraid to, which I'm not sure if that just makes them complicit. And by the way, I disagree with Mitt Romney on a lot of issues as well, but like, I, I at least think he has the best interest Joe of the Walsh country. Joe Walsh is just going off the bat. If I'm going through the ultra MAGAs in the House of Representatives, who, 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 are, who are we with Mitt Romney really talking for about? That isn't like that. And then finally, I, I, I want to just talk about this, which is this Trump versus Fox feud now. See, one of the things that Trump realizes after, I think he knew before, but you see it so crystal clear, how terrified Fox is of him. I mean, you literally have text messages from Tucker Carlson saying, Trump is the best destroyer that there is. I refuse to let him destroy me. So I'm going to spread lies. I'm going to spread disinformation. I know that the election wasn't stolen. I know that there was no fraud capable of overturning uh, the election. But, but, but screw it. I don't want to lose viewers. I think Tucker says something about the stock price. Our stock price is going to go down. So they're like, well, let's, let's spread lies. And here's the thing. It's not like they yeah. wanted to tell the truth at their depositions, right? Just while this was happening... They are so privileged that they didn't even think that there could be any accountability. So they're text messaging. This this stuff is in email. This stuff is in text messages that Dominion got through Discovery. So even when you read the Rupert Murdoch deposition, it's not like Murdoch's like, yeah, we did it. He's trying to like duck and dodge it. But they just go back to the documents, so Murdoch has to admit that in the documents, he is admitting that any of the people who spread the big lie are liars, and he knows that they're lying. And by the way, he says privately that, you know, I'd probably like if they told the truth, but it's going to hurt our viewers. That's like direct communications, our viewership, that's direct communications with him and the CEO of Fox, Suzanne Scott. So when you watch it, he's trying to avoid telling the truth, but the Dominion lawyers who deserve so much credit here masterfully bring it right back to the documents, exactly what you're supposed to do in depositions, and just show them the documents. Admit it, admit it, admit it, admit it, to the point where once you do that, and then the person doesn't even know what documents you've had or what they've said, they mm -hmm. then just start training their minds, oh crap, I, I just better tell the truth, because they're just going to pull out another doc that's going to show what I said. I don't even know what I said, so I'm just going to have to tell the truth. 
So that's the strategy that was being used, and Murdoch just admitted it. But it's so interesting that what pisses Trump off is that Murdoch didn't just completely lie in the deposition, right? Like, huh. it's not like this is new data that Murdoch is now saying now, right? The issue is, is that Murdoch and Fox are now platforming DeSantis. That's their new propaganda is trying to prop up DeSantis and not prop up Trump so that they can gain all the access and benefits and financial remuneration from DeSantis. So they are all in mm -hmm. on DeSantis. They feel like they'll get all the benefits from him, and he's the type of person who will play favorites and annoy the Fox oligarchy. So that's what they are doing. And then these messages come out, and then so Donald Trump is basically saying um, uh, to Murdoch, he goes, you are throwing, one of the things he goes is that you're throwing your anchors under the table, um, which I think he means under the bus, but in this under one he goes... <laughs> Rupert Murdoch. Well, I think it's a Freudian slip too about like <laughs> giving cash under the table or doing something shady, and then it's also under the bus, and it, it makes no sense. Anyway, Rupert Murdoch should apologize to his viewers and readers <laughs> for his ridiculous defense of the 2020 presidential election. How many forms of cheating and rigging does he have to see? He should also <laughs> apologize to those anchors who got it right and fire the ones who got it wrong or were afraid to speak up, of which there were many. It's time to get rid of fake news and call it like it is. And so he's really trying to create this division <laughs> here between Murdoch and his anchors because he knows like they were that, his that fucking, is what uh... worked last time. And when he extorted Fox the last time, and Fox was complicit in it for their for their viewers and their perceived ratings, that's how they then spread the big lie. So he's going all in on those same tactics. And, and, and here's the thing. And this, character. I think, makes this episode go full circle. You know, we need to live in a world of facts. That is why when we showed you what went down on the House floor and in these committee hearings, the MAGA Republican tactics in that format don't work. It works the in MAGA the mob. lobby of a, of, a, of a hotel when you hold fake kangaroo court hearings like they tried to do. But it doesn't work in a court, right? It works at the, at the Four Seasons car wash or whatever the hell that they did, right? But it doesn't work. But it doesn't work in the Four Circuit, right? It doesn't work when you have to be in an evidence-based system. And Donald Trump and all of the ultra-magas had ample ability if there was actual evidence to prove their case. But yet they espouse the cultish, indoctrinated concepts of, no, every court, state court, Trump judges, everybody, the media, Trump's own lawyers, Trump's Department of Justice, Trump's FBI, everyone was part of a globalist rhino cabal and everybody, every single person anywhere covered it up. And Donald Trump, who's lied his entire life, who actually can show no affidavits, can actually show no actual evidence. They just have secret evidence that nobody knows about, and that's what they're using in support. And they're going to do it in front of the Four Seasons gas station across the street from the sex shop. And that's, and that's the truth. Not what actually is presented in court in front of Trump judges, in front of all different types of judges, which are rejected because there actually is no evidence. And it is so despicable and so disgusting when you see the state of all of what's going on right now in what used to be the Republican Party and is now ultra-maga. With Fox and these messages, 
they're all post-truth. They're all in the cult, and they're at various layers of fighting each other within the strange and bizarre and dangerous <laughs> cult. So when I watch these talks, or I read these deposition transcripts of them knowing that they are lying to people, that they are calling their own followers and supporters effing lunatics, loons, kooky, all of these things, but that they need to keep the viewers so they don't go to Newsmax. And then you see Donald Trump attacking uh, Murdoch. And then you see DeSantis sending the cops or the store security on Donald Trump, whose cult supporters are going to book signing. I say this. That is not the America I love. And for far too long, large, like with Fox and these messages, they're all post-truth. They're all in the cult. And they're at various layers of fighting each other within this strange and bizarre and dangerous cult. So when I watch these Fox or I read these deposition transcripts of them knowing that they are lying to people, that they are calling their own followers and supporters effing lunatics, loons, kooky, all of these things, but that they need to keep the viewers so they don't go to Newsmax. And then you see Donald Trump attacking uh, Murdoch, and then you see DeSantis sending the cops or the store security on Donald Trump, whose cult supporters are going to book signing. I say this. <laughs> that is not the America I love. <laughs> and for far too long, large media networks have just ignored it. For far too long, the majority of people, decent people, people who love this country, have just been exhausted and turned off by this whole process. That's why I call it the exhausted majority. It's a broad pro-democracy coalition, right, of people who are really, actually conservative, who aren't the performative BS fascists. It's of independence. It's of people not affiliated with political parties. It's of Democrats. It's of liberals. It's of progressives. It's of people who are pro-democracy, who know <laughs> that America is imperfect, that there are improvements that are always needed, but we love our country. We love our constitution. And we don't just use slogans, America first, and this and that. We show and every day that we do love our beautiful country and that we do want to make our beautiful country even better and that we do support democracy here and that we do support democracy abroad. So the exhausted majority is exhausted no longer. And that is the most important thing here about the Midas Touch community, about the Midas Mighty, about the pro-democracy community in general. And when I see Democrats and pro-democracy members pushing back eloquently, intelligently, passionately, compassionately, I love it. I love it. And I want to make sure each and every one of you know that you are the solution. Don't wait for the magical force or this or that to fix it. You are the ones who can fix it. You are the solution. And you are the reason that the... <laughs> Marcellus B on Twitter. Marcellus. Ben. Message uh, if you run for prez at let me be your VP.
right. Well, it's going to be faster. That the country has moved and the arc has moved in the right direction and that there was a victory for democracy in 2020 and that we did fend off a red wave during the midterms of 2022 and why we are going to win again in 2024. And when I say we, I don't mean a specific political party like when Fox uses the term we. I mean the United States of America. Thank you, everybody, for watching this episode of the Midas Touch podcast. Jordy, Brett, and I just said that sounds like an Al Pacino any given Sunday inch by inch speech right there. I want to run through a brick wall right now, Ben. Let's go. Brett's on mute. I'm just going to shout us out if that's all right. And Ben just does that. Ben just does that straight from the dome. It's not like he had that written out. That was a beautiful speech, Ben. I think everybody at this point is like, Ben, please run for president of the United States. But it's true. You know, we are one part of this. You are an essential part of this. So take what you hear in every episode. Share this content. Share the videos. Do everything you can to spread the message. We are not limiting ourselves here to just Democrats, to just Republicans, to just independents. This is about all of us here. Anybody who believes in normalcy. So let's get it done. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep fighting. Quick note for everybody out there, this is really exciting. This weekend on our Patreon, Saturday morning, we are doing a Zoom. So no matter what tier you sign up for on our Patreon, as long as you do it by this Saturday, you'll be able to meet us live on a Zoom Q&A. We'll be taking questions for as long as we can go. Last time we went for three hours. We'll <laughs> see how long we can do this time. Uh, but go sign up at Patreon. slash Midas Touch. You get to see some videos early. You get exclusive bonus podcasts and so much more exclusive merch like this Midas Touch Network mug, which you have the option to purchase if you sign up exclusively for our Patreon members right now. So much. Make sure to subscribe to the Midas Touch Podcast on audio if you're watching us on video. If you're listening to us on audio, make sure you subscribe to that YouTube channel. We're on the march to 1 million subscribers, and we just passed 900. And today, I think we passed 905. We are racing to that 1 million mark. So we need you. Said everybody share this podcast with all your social media feeds. Take us away. Shout out to the Midas Mighty. <laughs> the dogs like it. Right, show, man. Really difficult awesome. to watch all these clips and be like, I can't believe these people have power over our government. But sometimes you just gotta sit back and laugh and enjoy the show a little bit. But that's why I'm excited that the people who can do something about it, the Democrats in power right now, have actually learned how to punch back. Uh, and a part of me is like, did they learn how to punch back? Or is it just in contrast to how crazy and inept the other side is? Do they seem effective? But no, I think they actually learned how to punch back. I wish it didn't take total insanity of the Republican Party for them to learn how to do it. But man, is it a joy to watch the clapbacks, to watch some common sense be knocked back into these people. And oh boy, do we have a lot of good clips and a lot of good stuff to share with you today. Jordy. How are you doing, man? Looking good, liking the shirt. Yeah, Thanks, great. yeah, new, new sweater. I'm, I'm part of the green team today. I love green. Green's my favorite color.
Christo-fascists, Christo-fascists. Right. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like a, a robe or something. Like no. Ooh, or no, is this what? Silk? This sweater. Yeah. No, is this what? It feels, yeah. looks comfy too. Looks, looks well, what's nice. the design on the shirt? You know, I have no idea. A little risky, actually, now that you say it. Like, yeah, is this are they dragons? Be, are they flowers? Could, are they... Could be literally anything. I actually, I should have looked into that a bit more prior to wearing it on the show. I have you know no what's great? What audio podcast content talking about, talking about the majority looks. You're right. You're you can use descriptive words. I, you know what it looks like? Have you? Are you guys watching The Last like, of Us? You know, it's, I mean, like, there's something called audio books where people describe scenes. Like, I get it. Jordy's supposed to then say, well, is this... Ultra mega terrorists. Sounds like the beginning of another punk song. Right, so who can see my. Oh, oops. Just, uh. I'm a little bit, uh. I don't know if that posted that post. Walla Kapang. Walla Walla Kapang. I'm gonna do a photo dump. Do a, like, um, I do so many posts. Pictures. Take, take a screenshot and then I'll Turn it into a post or a video or um, post it all over social media and, and then I get kind of backlogged. I did a bunch of videos today. I cleared off my a lot of drafts. I also did this awesome One minute thing to the Democrats. And politics gal, politics gal, I'm podcasting twenty four seven. Did something about, I mean, it's a lot. You can post like 80 at a time. So, and I also take screenshots of, say, like Christo's thumbnails. I love this. They're, they're kind of like art installations right there. Ready made art installation. Trump video horrifies world. Trump rally shut down. <laughs> they're kind of like wishful thinking, clickbait ish like that but 
Jim Jordan, Trump loses 250 million, Trump pervert video found. Let's do something for, um, you know, like nice quotes. And also take screenshots, like the best screenshots of myself as a model, supermodel. Or actually, these kind of belong on my music. Page, music by the Trista. It's almost like expressionless. Supermodel. There's. I found this filter that I really enjoy. My new favorite filters. This. Uh, Bold glamour. Oh, see, you don't need that many of them. Those are go. They should probably go on my music page. I should do a modeling, do a modeling um, page. Bold glamour. Chinese spy arrested at Trump home. And my podcast trajectory. Um, Putin, a big thing of Putin getting pissed on by a dog. That's kind of fun. So yeah, you can select 80 photos. Da, 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 da. The discovery of, uh, wait, March 2, Reuters. Egyptian antiquities officials announced on Thursday the discovery of a hidden 9-meter-long corridor behind the main entrance of the Great Pyramid. These are the days that could lead to further findings. Corridor behind the main entrance. Where is that? Still finding? Uh-huh. Oh, that looks delicious. Walla walla bang bang. Ooh 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 ah uh, ah uh, ting ting. Walla walla bang bang. Huh. Dogs look like they have good credit. <laughs> like all body sweater. Huh. Anyway. Um, I also made a compilation today, like a political compilation. It's looked like a marijuana leaf. Well, I will tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> and now that now that you've brought it to my attention, have you guys been watching the show The Last of Us on, on HBO? That's what I was thinking. Actually, what did you mean about it? No, it's all right. This looks like that that fungus. Like I'm wearing a fungus <laughs> sweatshirt. It's the fungus that grows and makes everybody zombies. I'm really excited for tonight's show, guys. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> Real quick, I saw I'm someone that makes everybody the what? Clip 
saw a plane a little bit when we said ultra maga say we're ultra midas and that cracked me up we might need to do ultra, t-shirts ultra we might need to make some ultra midas t-shirts that's yeah. actually freaking hilarious hat tip to whoever said that i missed you yeah. said it hat tip to you jordy for while juggling kind yes. of me making fun of your shirt about being fungus Complaining. you were watching almost like a quarterback that's what Out i do corner of your eye what is that block you captured it you captured it. Department of Justice rejects in the brief that Trump's claim of absolute immunity from multiple lawsuits filed by members of Congress and police officers related to damages from the January 6th insurrection. Brush your teeth in 30 seconds with this incredible $89 device. This is an extremely high-tech $600 per... I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. The Department of Justice has just filed a legal brief in the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals where the Department of Justice has made clear its position that Donald Trump should not be afforded absolute immunity for his conduct on January 6th in connection with the insurrection as it relates to the filing of civil lawsuits for monetary damages against 